Shouts to the Combos Court sponsor, Prize Picks. For a first deposit match up to $100, use code COMBO. That's right, use code COMBO for a first deposit match up to $100. Prize Picks, daily fantasy sports made easy. Let's get into it. Yo, salute to NBA Nation on this Thursday afternoon. It is 3 o'clock. All the trades have been made, and you've reached the number one show for the fans by the fans to react to it all. CP the Franchise, Alex Chitaros, Andrew Salop, the one-two combo in the building. Hit the like button, hit the share button, and subscribe to the channel. Call us up with your takes on today's trades. You can call us via the Discord on our NBA report. We are also simulcasting on Knicks Fan TV, so you can hit us on the Knicks Fan TV Discord, as well as you can call in 657-383-1509. Let's talk about it, man. Let's get into it. Salute, salute, salute. All right, man. Deadline day, fellas. How are you feeling, man? How you guys doing, man? Good, good. Like Christmas all over again, guys. <laughs> you know, you, you, you wake up, you expect some uh, you expect yeah. some gifts. You expect all the hullabaloo, yeah. and it never disappoints. You know, last year was the year of reunions. You have Dinwiddie going back to Brooklyn. You have guys rekindling old relationships with their former teams, even yeah. like Eric Gordon back going back out to L.A. Yeah. But now this season, looks like the Knicks are trying to make a make a statement, CP and Andrew. You guys like definitely try to make a statement. Do you guys remember when being a journeyman was a thing? Now everybody's a journeyman, including the yeah. stars. Yeah, man. Wow. Well, well, let's start off with the blockbuster of the day. By far the blockbuster. As this ESPN headline reads, the Knicks are busy on trade deadline day. Uh, Knicks sending Quentin Grimes, Ryan Archidiacono, um, Evan Fournier, Malachi Flynn, and two second-round picks to the Pistons. Troy Weaver finally let his two vets go, man. Alec Burks returning, and Boyan Bogdanovich as well, man. Um, Al, I'll start with you. Your takes on this trade, man. What was your reaction when uh, when it went down? Well, first and foremost, before I get serious, this, this I don't know what you have done, CP. I don't know what you have done. But I do know that the Knicks organization has been appe- appeasing you since the summer. First, Yo, it starts off with the CAA connections. And for everyone know, out there, we all know that this could be called CAA TV from time to time. But somehow you get Julius Randle to extend the olive branch on IG, giving you three, giving you the prayer emojis, right? Saying it seems like everything's fine. Forget all the evil doing. Next thing you know, next thing you know, they invite KFTV team down to do the commercial this summer. And who do they have front and center? You. None other than you, front and center, in that to start off the commercial. Yeah. Now, how yeah. else do they help CP to franchise? Oh, Alec Burks, his guy. They need him back. Oh, don't worry, we'll go get, <laughs> we'll go PCP again and go get Alec Burks Man, because I, 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 it's apparently how the Knicks organization is happening. The CAA connections are deep with you. And, I'm starting and to believe it. Crazy. <laughs> I'm starting to believe it. <laughs> all right, that, that's all I got to say is that you yeah. must have you you have. Brainwash the organization to go get your guy back, Alec Burks. Listen, so man, congratulations on that. They tapped. But in all seriousness, this is a good move for the Knicks. All yeah, right. Yeah. If you want, like in all seriousness, you look at how this team has been playing, even being shorthanded. They are a competitive team. You talk about adding and building around Jalen Brunson and Julius Randle. No better way to do it than to open up the paint for them because that's where both of them thrive and get more three-point shooting in Alec Burks and Boyan Bogdanovich. So Adding them to the depth of this team, coming off the bench to get more three-point shooting, 
look, man, the, the, the paint's going to be open for Brunson and Randall to thrive. And even if you're worried about Randall coming back from injury, you're not, you don't want to leave Burks or Boyan open on the perimeter. So that means they're going to have to stay honest, especially if those guys are hot from three on any given night. So you're going to have Jalen Brunson, who's shooting very well, Dante DiVincenzo. You're going to have Alec Burks, Boyan Bogdanovich. Mm. And then you're telling me even Deuce McBride, who's been shooting 40% from three this season, you're talking about five guys right there who can knock the three ball down at a good rate so far. So with that, the, this Knicks team, look, the, it's been an issue for years past that they didn't have enough three-point shooting on this team. Now when you have star talents and Brunson and Randall adding guys like that, this team is in a good position. You hate to see Quentin Grimes go. That's another young guy that yeah. the Knicks drafted and you didn't. they didn't necessarily give, I think, enough chance to move forward with, yeah. right? Just for years because I get it. He was having a down year, not not playing as well as he did last year, but that happens for young players. They go up and down. To me, this was his third season was more like his second season. He didn't really get that much burn his first year. So you know how you usually see that regression in the second year, like how you saw for mm -hmm. Andrew's guy, Scotty Barnes. That's how I feel like for Quentin Grimes. But, hey, he's going to get that opportunity out in Detroit. And, look, the, I think the low-key thing that you can say on this is that with Grimes' frustration on the Knicks not getting enough playing time, he's certainly going to get that out in Detroit. Yeah. And so this is the Knicks front office helping another guy that they they drafted go to a situation that should benefit them. He's going to be on a very young team, man. They're okay. Look, Detroit's looking to cut Killian Way, uh, Killian Hayes. Yeah, just cut uh, Killian you don't Hayes. know how you don't know how Jaden Ivey's going to pan out in Detroit right now. I mean, he's up and yeah, down yeah. on Monty's like depth chart, whatever you want to call it. So they did right by Quentin Grimes to a certain extent, but they really did right for the organization by how they moved and he didn't have to give up a first round pick. Yeah, true indeed. Think, man. Yeah, Andrew, good. Yeah, I think this shows that the Knicks are making to look incremental moves over time instead of maybe the splashy move. And, you know, like the OG trade, I mean, as you pointed out, Alex, great fits with Bojan and Alec. Another thing is like, forget about the playoffs right now. They're injury riddled. So they need these guys. They need a four like, like Bojan, they need somebody to come off the bench and provide minutes when the offense sometimes craters when Brunson has to sit down. And maybe you could give Brunson a little more rest to give hand to his longevity in the postseason. So, you know, I think it's really important to bring to give Bogey some good minutes right away because we don't have OG right now. The Knicks do not have Julius Randle right now. So I think that's going to be big for right now and for the playoffs. Yeah, exactly right. And and one of the things what, what Ian Beckley had uh, reported uh, earlier today in his reaction show was, was that the Knicks have some concerns about uh, OG Ananobi's elbow injury. So it, it makes this deal even more important to get a depth piece in Bogdanovich, who is a flamethrower. And you get a veteran piece in Burks who can help run that second unit for sure. But if you're going to have to lose OG Ananobi for an extended period of time, Yes, defensively, they're not in the same league, but at least on the offensive side, you, you can have some guys that are capable. And, and look, at the end of the day, you might not be gang beaters, world beaters without OG on the defensive end, but in certain games, you might not need to. If you got Brunson cooking and you have an offense that, that can put up some buckets, hey, some nights you just need a timely stop and, and might not be you know a, a consistent defense throughout the game. So I like this Bogdanovich pickup even more than I like Burks coming back, man. I, I like Bogdanovich uh, out. For sure. And I forgot even to include OG in that three-point shooting. So you really have six players that can yeah. shoot from downtown, you know. And I, I think the thing with Boyan is that you just add another wing player. The one thing I, I, I'll i say that's 
you know, there's always positive and negatives to every deal that you make, right? I think it's mostly a positive for this. The one negative I'll say is that you don't get younger and more athletic. You're so that's the that's the losing out on somebody like Quentin Grimes, yeah. right? In this type of deal. So it's good that you still add the wingspan and Boyan to the roster, but as you said, it's going to be about the offense when he's in there and just maintaining when OG is out. Hopefully, I know the elbow injury seems a little serious right now. Hopefully, he's back post All Star break, and this is just maintaining him. But we knew that when getting OG and Anobi, that this is a guy who is usually missing games throughout the season because of one injury or another. Yeah, yeah. Bogdanovich, you know, as you said, Alex, not the youngest guy, but the good thing is he's not a turnstile on defense either. Like right. he plays D, he compete and competes. So they're not going to lose too much on that side of the floor, which is really important for the Knicks. Yeah, and, and then you know, contractually how this also becomes a big win for the Knicks is we've we've heard for a couple of weeks now that their goals were one of the goals in in terms of bringing back a piece was to make sure that that player gave them flexibility contractual contractually uh in that in the event that they want to make a trade in the offseason with Bogdanovich he's got a partially guaranteed deal for next season worth 19 million dollars the expectation is that they will guarantee that deal before the new league year starts so that has to be before June 29th and then if they wanted to trade him for quote unquote the big star or wanted to trade him for anything else they would have that flexibility you now have that contract and it's a little bit more than the 48 contract so you get a little bit more of a boost there in terms of uh, matching contracts yeah i think the other thing too is like you as you mentioned cpl i guess the contract is a good part of it um I just wonder, does this mean that the Knicks are going to go back into the draft because you have Alec Burks? Do they re-sign Alec Burks or do you go back into the draft because now the young guys that you have on this team are Jericho Sims and Miles McBride? I think they should probably go back into the well and they look. They got two draft picks as of right now uh, with Dallas right. and their own. Right. So, look, you have more flexibility, man. I mean, they gave up how many second-round picks did they have? 11, I believe the answer was. So they gave yep. up two of those second-round picks. And you still have all of your first round picks. So now you have flexibility to trade one, draft, go go draft some more wing depth, more front court depth in in, in this year's draft, or or maybe you know, further down the road, you can go out there and get and get your athletes that you need, your supporting cast, some upperclassmen that are ready to play, as Thibodeau likes. And so you have some flexibility there. And Andrew, what do you think? Yeah, I'm surprised that like Detroit couldn't get a first rounder for those two guys. Maybe like, yeah. I mean, I'm sure they tried, but maybe it just, it didn't get there. But I mean, those guys are players that could help a contending team and to yeah. only get second round picks it, and maybe players that you might not build um, your future with. I mean, I don't know. Uh, they kind of seem like they got fleeced with Detroit, right? Yeah. It's funny. Because, yeah, yeah. Yeah. And, and that's, that's, it's another reason why I give the Knicks so much credit because uh, I said this on my show earlier that both Ananobi and and with Bogdanovich, Al, it just seemed like the Knicks really played this thing right, at least based on the rumors that we have always heard, right? We don't know the the real in terms of negotiations, but over the years with both of these two players, the, the price that you always right. heard was at least one first-round pick for, Bogdan- for Bogdanovich, for OG Ananobi, was like three first-round picks. So it just really seems like they played their cards right here and got both of these players at their price. Yeah, it's yeah. interesting. Like whenever you heard the the Lakers Bogdanovich stuff, it was always first round picks included. Yeah, even though right. that that trade that, never right. went down. Yeah, yeah. So I think the one thing when you look at these deals though is that I think we're starting to see the real 
value value of first round picks where it's nice in theory at times to go get a player, but how's that transpired for all these other teams when you go into the draft for when you go draft somebody? Like, look, look, Detroit's getting rid of Killian Hayes, right? They're waving him. He didn't even turn he didn't even pan out. He was a first round pick. And I think for some of these teams, they say, you know what, let's go with let's go with a made product. So in Detroit's case, they didn't get the first round pick, but they got Quinton Grimes. So they can always say, we know what Quinton Grimes did last season. He can guard the toughest perimeter player defensively. He can give you some three-point shooting. So a good 3 and D player at minimum. Maybe there's more to him. We could develop him. But at least we know we have a 3 and D player. When you go look at Toronto, you know what RJ did. Showed out last season after an up and down year. He showed out in the playoffs. Manuel quickly second place when it came to six man of the year. These guys have been have already proven in their young careers that they can actually be contributors to playing basketball in the NBA. I mean, look at RJ right now. His efficiency is through the roof for the Raptors. So I think that's where you're starting to see first-round picks don't really matter to a lot of NBA teams. Like, mm-hmm. at one point, you look at OKC, it's like, yeah, it's great. I mean, if you're a rebuilding team like OKC, if you're maybe out in Indiana where you can't really get free agents like that, it's good for them to say, we'll build through the draft. But then teams like Toronto, who don't necessarily want to do a hard reset, or if you're looking at Detroit, where they got enough young guys, they got Cade, they got Ivy, they got Thompson, they got Jalen Duran. Like, how many more guys do you need to draft you if you're the Detroit Pistons? Now you get Quentin Grimes. Maybe he replaces, I don't know, maybe if you're thinking about you don't want to keep Jaden Ivy if you're in Detroit and the way Monty's coaching right now. Maybe mm-hmm. you want to throw Quentin Grimes next season to that starting rotation. You can go make moves like that, and it's more intriguing to have a young player to move rather than hey, we don't know how this guy's going to pan out in the league. So I think that's the other thing that we see from this, this, uh, well, these type of deals. What I'd like to know from your, you guys, what I would like to ask you guys is how have your expectations changed from before the OG trade, after the OG trade, and now acquiring Bojan and Alec? I, you know, the, for this year, I I always felt like whether they were going to stand pat or make a move, I always looked at, like, you know, ECF is kind of like the ceiling because I just didn't see where they were just going to go from, like, you know, being that 4C last year to just being, you know, straight into the finals. Like, I thought you're going to have to take gradual steps. But, uh, you know, with this deal, man, like, I just like how they're operating right now. They're, they're, they're bringing in pieces that fit. They're addressing their shoot, their lack of shooting. You know, I talked about this in the last in the earlier show. Like, you think about this Nick team in the playoffs against Miami. What was the first thing that stood out was like they could not shoot. They couldn't shoot. Period. Like, you know, you had guys that could get hot if, if throughout a year. Hart had his moments from three. RJ certainly had his moments, but not like guys that you know. This guy's a shooter. You know what I mean? Where like if he goes into the playoffs and he's not shooting well, it's like damn, like. He's having an off night. Now they, they yeah. go out and get Bogdanovich. They get Burks. You have Dante. You have OG. It's going to up your efficiency, man, especially from three. So you have so much options now and versatility offensively that you could put around Jalen and Julius when they're healthy. That's what you need, man. And, and you still maintain your financial flexibility and your picks. They're in a good spot. I'm not expecting that this team to just you know go to the moon, but I like the steps that they're taking to try to get there. To me, it's like I th- they are saying that we can get back to this to the second round of the Eastern Conference playoffs, and we should they could possibly go even further. I like how this team's constructed now. I'm not worried when you talk about 
facing up against Boston or facing up against Milwaukee because I think they've added the shooting power that they needed to keep up with teams like that. And they've opened up the court when you go play somebody like the Boston Celtics. Like, you know, you, you talk about the Knicks now having three-point shooting. You still keep Isaiah Hartenstein in that starting unit. You allow guys to cut even more, whether it's just even Brunton or Randall. I mean, mm-hmm. Hartenstein could work the high post and go find OG or Dante cutting. That's different right. than if you got the defensive versatility with OG and Anobi. Look, you talk about playing the Bucks. You can relieve Randall of having to guard Giannis and just yeah. let him focus on offense that game. So right. I think the way that the Knicks looked at it is that if we make these moves, we can now compete with these guys. And that's essentially what they're saying. On top of that, and I just tweeted this out not too long ago, they must know that these guys are coming back at some point this season, that they're not they're not throwing in the towel. They yeah. have to believe that Randall's going to be healthy. They have to believe that Mitch is going to come back probably at some point in the season. And they believe that OG will be healthy too because you don't make a move for Burks and Bogdanovich unless you feel that we're ready to compete. I mean, you're talking about giving up a young guy in Quentin Grimes and a contract like Evan Fournier, which you didn't have to keep this offseason, but you could have kept to still add a salary filler. But now you're saying we're going to, keep, we're going to use Alec Burks for this season because it's the last year of his deal. Bogdanovich, who you can move potentially this offseason somewhere else. And to me, it's like they believe that they can compete and these guys will be coming back soon. I know you want to pick on the Bucks, Alex, but you could also throw OG at Jason Tatum. He, he actually this keeps Jason yes. Tatum. I, I, yeah. I think this is a stat from the top of my head, so correct me if I'm wrong. I think he he ha, he keeps oh, uh, Jason Tatum at around like 19 points per game or 20 points per game when he guards him, from mm-hmm. what I understand. So, like, you know, not only the two best teams in the East, like you could throw OG – at both those guys, and that's going to be really important in the playoffs. So to everybody in the chat, once again, hit that thumbs up button for you boys, CP, Alex, and Andrew. The NBA trade deadline reaction show. We are reacting to all the moves that went down today. We're going to give you an update on everything, uh, trades made and trades not made. We're going to get to that, uh, but real quick, we're going to take some uh, caller reactions as well. Uh, Ace on the Discord, on the KFTV Discord, go ahead and unmute your mic. Ace on the Discord. CP, how you doing? Good, man. How you doing? I'm doing great. I'm doing great now today. CP, I feel like it needs to be a new uh it needs to be a new award, CP. Yeah. It needs to be a new award. Front office of the year, CP. Front office of of the year. Every single every single move this front office has made was initially controversial. They signed Jalen Brunson, backlash. DiVincenzo, backlash. They take a big jump, print away RJ and quickly R2. Uh, young pillars of this team backlash every single move this front office has paid uh, every single move this front office has taken has paid off every single one uh, I feel like the only person who hasn't missed a shot all season has been Leon Rose CP yeah so I feel like uh, a lot of credit to this front office yeah uh, you said what no I said you got that right you, you got that right. Yeah. They, they're getting this thing right, man. Last couple of yeah, years, they, they're hot right now. They're getting, they getting it right. They're getting it right. Yeah. And, uh, I was watching this past game, and I was watching some – because, I mean, everybody know, I love Precious Achua. I'm I'm the president of the Precious Achua hot. But every time I see him and Josh Hart share the floor on offense, it is it is, it is is stroke-inducing, CP. Yeah. yeah. It, is, it is catastrophic. The floor yeah. spacing is horrible. It's nothing but dribble handoffs and predictable – uh, yeah. coming off ball screens which, which is bad, which so. is why like even though you know a lot of people were pointing to bruce brown with this team i just i just didn't like it you know what i mean yeah yeah exactly yeah i i, I didn't like that one bit man so 
They they went out and, and got the uh, the right duo, man, and appreciate the call, Ace. They went out and got the right guys out. You know what I'm saying? They did. They Look, I said at the top of the show, they've got the players that fill, fit their two stars very well mm-hmm. for where they like to work on the court. Randall, yep. as we see, plays bully ball. He likes to work in the paint. Brunson, we know he's one of the best post players, one of the best finishers in the paint as well, shooting-wise, 15 feet in. That's what you do, man. If you have guys who can finish there, you make sure you go add shooters around them, which this team has needed yeah. many years past. Yeah, I mean, great call. Kudos to the organization in building around two players that probably, you know, Brunson's, I think he's in the MVP conversation, Randall, mm-hmm. three all-star games over the course of his time with the Knicks. But it's probably not the easiest to build around those two stars, right? And they're doing a great job of it. Yeah, for sure. For sure, man. All right, let's go uh, rapid-fire phones, couple phones, and then, and then we'll go around the league. Uh, 212, what's your name? Where are you calling in from? Yo, yo, Triple M, what's going on, fellas? My guy, Triple M in the building. Talk about it. Let's go. Let's go. Rapid-fire, man. Um, first of all, I'm outside the garden right now. They might need me to play 15 minutes, man. <laughs> the injury report is long today. Are they, are they, they holding tryouts outside of the garden right now? He is not allowed. He is not allowed. They've seen the tape of the free throws, man. So you're not allowed today. I might, I might get some burn today, bro. But let me give you my rapid-fire take, man. Listen, yeah. I love the trade. It seems like with whatever thing that was out there, the Knicks went all in. So you like that move. Uh-huh. You know, my Knicks PTSD kicks in a little bit because everybody likes to move. You know, usually yeah. when you get like that 50-50 split. <laughs> this is too know, good. It's too good here. Good things going, but yeah. Let me give you my rapid-fire take that's going to yeah. lead to a question. So it seems like the Knicks are banking on other teams thinking that they're incompetent and just basing things off their past because they prioritize trading – all their young assets, and keeping all their first-round picks. Yeah. So that leads me to question, when the Knicks go star hunting this summer, as a lot of people have been reporting, um, what is it that what is the young asset that we might try to shop around? Like, are we going to put Deuce McBride in there? Are we going to be drumming that up? Like, that's just my only question, my only concern right now. Like, they do have all the first-round picks, don't get me wrong. Yeah. But who – what what young asset do they have to go into the draft now and reload? I don't know if they're really going to be star hunting. I think they're just going at it with this squad. But I'm excited. Yeah. I'm excited, man. You already know I've been jumped out the window with Alex. You already know. Uh, shout out to Andrew. Shout out to Alex. Shout out to CP, my guy. Appreciate you, man. Appreciate it. Appreciate you. Appreciate you. What, what do you guys think about? Well, he asked the question. Maybe maybe yeah. I'll answer this one, even though I uh, usually defer to you guys when it comes to Knicks. What about Mitchell Robinson? Cleveland's not going to want him. In general, though, for trade, <laughs> for tra- you see where I'm going there. Tra- they're not even trading Donovan Mitchell. You I see you where I'm going, going there. Well, I mean, like he's right though. There's not a lot of options, right? Not if you're a lot gonna, of options. I mean, Mitch. Mitch has value. Yeah, you know, it's it's only Mitch and Deuce. Yeah, that's yeah. it. Yeah, you know, Jericho. I don't know, man. I mean, I, I, mean, he's, he's I think he's I think he's been good at times for the Knicks, but I don't. He he's not he's not a coveted player. You know what I mean? Yeah, he's, he, he doesn't have not, nearly the value as Mitch. Not a coveted player. No. Oh, no, yeah. I, I agree with that. I'm just saying, like, I'm just listening out young players that are still on the Knicks. Yeah. Um, I think the Knicks should try and, like, develop him because I don't know how much they would get for him, you know? For sure. That's my thoughts. For sure. Yeah. So, everybody in the chat, once again, get at, go, go ahead, Alex. No, no, I think for, like, trade-wise, like, see, I know you just joked with Cleveland wouldn't want, like, Mitchell Robinson, but 
does Cleveland even want to make that trade at this point? I mean, look how they're playing with out Darius Garland yeah. and Evan Mobley. Like, they're killing it right now. I mean, Garland has come back and played in, in some games, but Donovan Mitchell's been on one. I don't see them wanting to trade with the Knicks even this offseason. They might not have a choice. What they, you know what's what crazy? Are they do? Go, go into the next offseason with, without him on a long-term deal? The, the trade, it, it's always crazy that teams want to trade a certain, like this happened with D. Russell. They want to play trade a certain player, then he plays well, then you don't want to trade him. Don't you even have more value when you're playing well? Yeah, but with Spider, the, the clock is yeah. sitting on that contract. See, he's got a, yeah, he's true. got a player option for 25-26. So that means after this year, when you go into next season, that could be it for the Cavs. He could be like, yo, I'm opting out. See you later. And yeah. they and they get nothing. They get good times. He's cooking. That's why I, I just think that if this is all a part of the plan, they got OG at their price, they got Bogdanovich at their price, and they go, whether you, you know, we could argue fit all day. They just tried to go get him two years ago. Why, they, why would they, what changed? Now they can go get him at their price. That's just what I think. I'm putting my tinfoil I'm, goofy on. That's why I, I mean you. I, I mean you were right about Burks. Yeah. <laughs> yep. That is a fact. Well, CP is probably calling for another CAA client because he already has the connections with CAA. So <laughs> we all know that is. But I mean, the opposite could be that the Cavs decide to just pay Donovan and then move off. Sure. From sure. Garland. They could do that. Too. Sure. That's true. Certainly oh, true. Mobley might be a piece too. What the way Jared Allen's playing, so we'll see. Get a wing, maybe. Yeah, cer- certainly possible. They give him a, a max bag, and he takes the money again, like he did in Utah. I, I don't think. I don't think so, man. I don't think so, man. I'm telling you, I, I don't think so. So you believe that Donovan is coming to the Knicks this offseason? Yes. Okay. We got to timestamp this. Yeah. Time TM, st- you already know what to do. Timestamp it again. TM, you already know. Timestamp it again. Timestamp February eighth. Right Timestamp it. <laughs> Man, that's interesting. I mean, TM already timestamped your Lamelo Ball uh, trade too, so there's that one just sitting out there in the universe. No, that more that's more of a hail mary. The spider one's more that I, that that's more on point. The mm. the Lamelo one's more like a hail mary. Here's a sleeper. Spider's real, man. You don't think that's even? You don't think? You don't think Lamelo is even more of an option the way that they're blowing everything up in Charlotte? Could be. Cer- certainly could be. I mean, they're just getting rid of everybody at this point. So yeah. No yeah. PJ Washington. You, you know they're moving yeah. off. They moved off the Terry Rozier. PJ PJ oh, oh, Hayward hey, Hayward's OKC. Yeah, Gordon yes, Hayward yes, going to yes. OKC. All right, well, all right. Let's get to that in a second. Um, Rambo, go ahead on the on the on the Discord. Oh, we just lost Rambo. Hang on. Let me get two more people on the Discord here, then we'll go around the league. And then rapper calls. Mr. Free, Mr. Free, get in on mute your mic. Mr. Free, Christopher Blake. Yo, salute, salute, salute. What's going on, fellas? We here, man. What's good? What's good? Man, I'm feeling good. I'm feeling good. You know, I was the president of the DJM tribe, but, you know, yeah. I might need to look for a new position now because that don't seem like that's going to happen, even yeah. if it goes into the offseason. But, you know, I like what we did. We brought in two two shooters. You know, it's going to hurt me to see – um. <laughs> to see Burks at running a point again, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> but you know, what can you really do? I mean, we we the the, the salaries match, the talent matches. Um, 
just want to see how does the injuries impact us going forward because those guys might end up playing a much larger role than we think they will be depending on how Randall and OG comes back. So, I mean, and especially because we don't really have much movable assets, it's kind of like this is our team for yeah. the foreseeable future. You know what I mean? Yeah, the, the, this is it, man. You just got to hope these guys um, come back and, and come back healthy. Hopefully Julius and, and OG. I think the OG thing will be after All-Star break, but but uh, certainly Julius as well, man. Uh, Suhu San, Suhu San on the Discord. Go ahead and unmute your mic. Hello, hello, CP, the franchise. How you doing? Good, How's man. everybody doing? How, how you feel, man? What's good, your, where are you calling in from? What up, what up? Calling from Boston, Massachusetts. Bean Town. Hey. All right. Listen. Been a New York guy for a long time since the mm. '90s, and mm. was not my choice to become to live here in Boston because my fiance lives here. Neither was mine. Uh, <laughs> but I'm feeling good about the trade right now. Mm-hmm. Um, do you? I just want everyone's opinions on this. Do you think that this is a sign that the Knicks are going for it this year? Now, I don't want to make prediction right now. Mm-hmm. Let's say they get lucky right now, and they win the championship. They win the chip. Luck, you know, everything's got to go their way, health wise. They're playing well, and they got to get lucky. How do you guys feel about that and where they go from here to make some moves next year for next season? Yeah, well, I mean, you know, to say going for it, look, I I think they like their team. They want to compete, and these moves signify that, but they're going to compete at their price. They're not desperate yet, and that's what they've shown over the past couple years. They're not desperate just yet. Um, They still want to keep competing. Uh, and then I just feel like the the financial the financial flexibility that they're getting with the Bogdanovich trade, like this is going to be a, a stopover for him. He's going to get flipped. He's going to get traded either by the off season or by next season by the next trade deadline, so that they can get somebody else. So they're playing chess out here, man. Yeah, I appreciate it. I'll, I'll yeah, let man. you to it because I'm working from home. But I just want to say thank you, all three of you. Yes, sir. For making some great content. Let's go. Let's, Let's go. go, New York. Suhu San on the Discord, man. Appreciate you for tapping in, man. Appreciate you for tapping in. All right, around. Let's go around the league real quick. We'll, we will get back to some more phone calls. Let's go around the league real quick. I mean, one person that didn't get traded, that was a uh, a Knicks fan target. Was one uh, Dejounte Murray, man? According to Woj and all reports, Hawks are keeping Dejounte Murray. You saw a couple of rumors out there with uh, the Pelicans. Pelicans reportedly wanted, uh, I mean, Hawks reportedly wanted Herb Jones. But overall, nothing for Dejounte, man. Andrew, what's your reaction to that? Nothing for Dejounte. We even heard Trey buzz. I wanted to yeah. see like Trey. I wanted to see Trey with the Spurs or maybe the Magic. I wanted yeah. to change the scenery for him. You know, I, I feel like. He just needed a change of scenery. I mean, they need to shake things up. So I really don't know what direction they're going to go in at this point. They're definitely in purgatory, right? Like with Trey and DeJounte, you're not going to bottom out and rebuild. So yeah, I, I don't know, man. I, I don't know where they're going from here, but I think it's a little unfortunate that those guys didn't get traded. I, I want to see Trey with a change of scenery as well. Yeah. Al, how think, about you, man? You know, it's, it just tells you how bad the deal was that they made to go get DeJounte Murray. They traded, what three first round picks, right? Yeah, yeah last yeah, year to go get yeah. him, and now yeah. that you're seeing that you overpaid to get him, and <laughs> they probably want the same thing back, and no team is willing to offer even the two first rounders for a guy like Dejounte Murray, and you see that, hey, why should we help you for a floundering team? And with that, that's where that's the predicament they're in. So mm-hmm. they might have to do a deal this off season, but I think you're going to have to ask for Landry Fields to, uh, you know. Just come to terms and say, you know what, we're going to have to take 
a penny on the dollar in this case and figure out how do we get a better move. Or you got to have to add even more to the trade if you are moving DeJounte to get more of what you want in return to continue to build around Trey Young. Yeah. <clears throat> Just it didn't seem like they were going to get uh, what was reportedly be, being asked for uh, for him, uh, which is the two first-round picks. Like, didn't seem like many, many teams were going to bite on that. Uh, but they still have time. They have options in terms of whether they're going to trade him or maybe it is Trey Young. Maybe Trey Young got traded to the Lakers. I was about to say. Maybe he gets traded another, to the Spurs. That, uh, that's exactly it. I think I was talking about that with you, Andrew, on the last NBA report where the idea of trading Trey Young to the San Antonio Spurs. I know that topic's been been floated around. Would you move off of Trey Young and keep DeJounte Murray? What are you getting from the Spurs? You probably got to get some draft compensation in order to, to – I think you're getting more so draft compensation for Trey Young more than anything else. Like, you're going to get some young players, maybe some intriguing young players, but you never get the value of, like, an all-star for an all-star on these deals. Yeah, I mean, I'm definitely more excited for the Spurs than I would be for Atlanta in that deal. I just – I think I just want – I think, like, Wemby and Trey fit each other so well because – Trey's deficiently, obviously, on the defensive side, but he's been mm-hmm. competing this year. Like, he, he's been better on defense this year. And then, you know, Wemby, he changes the geometry of the court on defense. Uh, that could be a great mix in that regard. And then Wemby's one of the craziest lob threats we've ever seen in the NBA, even as a rookie. Yeah, yeah. And Trey is one of the best lob passers, the way he leverages his floater for the pass, for the lob. I mean, that would be so much fun, and I, I just wish I could see it. But, you know, you're right. I, I don't know how that would make sense for – um for the Hawks, right? Like that that would be interesting. Yeah, depends on what they go completely tank. You gotta completely tank it. Yeah. 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 I think I, I think Trey could get traded um this this all season. I mean, he he might he might request a trade. Who knows? He he might request one out and uh and want to change the scenery here. But DeJounte Murray, ladies and gentlemen, is staying put. Okay. Also what kicked off today, we'll we'll get to some of the stuff last night as well. What kicked off today, uh buddy is finally gone. Buddy Buckets, <laughs> the rumor trade is finally done, man. Uh, Indiana, who's been wanting to trade Buddy Heald since they got him, <laughs> finally got him up out of there. Sends him to Philly in exchange for Marcus Morris, Furkan Korkmaz, and three second-round picks um, to the Indiana Pacers, man. Uh, Al, what, what was your take on this one? Oh, I don't oh. see Marcus Morris getting that much playing time yeah. in Indiana. Uh, I think for them, it's like we need to get some draft compensation to add some defense on this team. Mm-hmm. That's the way I look at it as. I don't. Other than that, they had a very high-powered offense. You know, we, I spoke with Caitlin Cooper for the Game of the Week preview when we did Knicks versus Pacers, and the one thing that she, she noted about Buddy Heald is that he attracts so much gravity because of his three-point shooting and his offense that it allowed – Halliburton, you know, to even open up the floor for it opens up the floor for Halliburton to really for uh for him to operate. So that's why I guess I'm a little confused is why would you do that and like limit what Halliburton does and how Heald helps that Pacers team. Mm-hmm. But I think it's just for them to go back into the draft and go get somebody defensive minded. Um yeah, yeah go ahead, go ahead, Andrew. Andrew. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, I don't think it makes too much sense for the Pacers, to be honest, and I think it makes a lot of sense. For the Sixers because they need to get more threes up. Um, mm. Obviously, this all comes down to if Joel Embiid could come back yes. in a healthy fashion. Like none of this matters if if Joel don't come back. But you know they need to get more threes up, and I think Buddy could do that. And I think he'll be especially helpful off the bench for some scoring punch and his ability to get shots up at volume. 
and shoot at a high percentage. But, you know, for the Pacers, I don't know. I felt like they could get more for Buddy Heald. I mean, yeah. a lot of teams wanted him around the league from what I understand. And I see it from their point where they didn't need all the shooting that they had, right? Like they have plenty of shooting at this point. But I just felt like you could get more for Buddy Heald. I mean, I guess Marcus Morris gives you a little bit defensively and they need defense. But uh, maybe uh, Cork Moss could, you know, fit in that shooting role. But I don't know, man. I think it was a lot better for the Sixers than it was for the Pacers. Yeah, I agree there. It just didn't seem Indy for Indiana. I mean, he's gonna be he's gonna be a free agent next year. So at this point, it was kind of like get what you can right now, mm-hmm. rather than just lose him in free agency for nothing because he's probably gonna walk anyway. But in the heat, so you know they get the three second round picks and maybe they they you know move up or somehow or use those for some depth at, at the wing or at the front court. But for the here and now, it doesn't really help them. Like, you know, Mook has done his days, and, and for Korkmaz, hey, he can shoot. It's pretty much a lateral move there. So, you know, they get the second-round picks, and you can see what they can do with him. And then for Philly, none of it matters unless MB comes back. So, 100%. so 100%. I think according to what I was reading, they did get uh, $2.5 million in cap space. So, as Maury has said all year, they want – Max, con- they want max space or or enough cap space to make b- big splash in the off season themselves. So this is another move to kind of help them now if Embiid comes back, and then can help them in in the off season if they want to get some more cap space or they want to sign Buddy Heal to have his bird rights as well. Yeah, you know there was a popular take in the NBA universe, if you will, that they should shut Joel Embiid down, which I thought was absolutely ridiculous. Yeah, and now I think with this move, it shows like. This is a win-now move in a lot of ways. Yeah. So I, I think it shows that they're going to try and get Joel healthy and back so they could, you know, get back to contention if you believe they were ever contenders in the first place. But, you know, all their focus, like, their whole focus just needs to be, you know, don't even bring Joel back too early. Like, get him healthy, get him in shape, and yeah. then get him into these games, you know. Uh, that that needs to be the focus of the entire franchise. Definitely for this season. I just wonder what player they're looking for this off season because mm-hmm. a lot of the rumors were, you know, maybe they should go out and get Siakam, go trade for him. Well, he's in Indiana. It seems like he's going to re up there. You don't make a move for Siakam unless you have some reassurance that he's going to stay in that destination. Another guy that they threw out there was Paul George. I don't see that one happening just because you have the Clippers just on a tear right now. I see, um, well, I can't, I can't remember his name right now. I see the Clippers owner, uh, Balmer. I see Balmer. You know, he's already invested in the arena. He extended Kawhi. You got Harden over there. I see him extending PG-13 as well. I don't see him on the move. So who's that guy that you believe is going to come this offseason to go join Joel Embiid and Maxi? I just don't know what players out there right now that, you know, is there. I mean, we have to wait until the playoffs happen and who underperforms, but who's a free agent that they can go get? Maybe maybe Bruce Brown. Mm. <laughs> oh, you bet! You bet! You bet! Like a star. I bet a star. <laughs> well, he, he he he's a star role player. He is yeah. a very yes. Yeah. He's a star in his role. I'm talking about a star. CP's talking know. out. Talk about Max Money. If someone gives Max Money to Bruce Brown, you know. Yeah. I, I don't. Yeah, I don't. I don't know, bro. I'm trying to think. I, I don't know. I don't see it, man. All right, let's get to the next one. So to everybody in the chat, once again, hit that thumbs up button for you boys. Also on the docket, uh, PJ Washington. P.J. Washington heads to Dallas in exchange for Grant Williams, Seth Curry, and a first-round pick. Uh, P.J. Washington was a name that, that had came out 
uh, earlier this week as a potential trade candidate for a lot of teams. And the Knicks had supposed interest, but Dallas was also interested. They needed more front court depth. Um, more front court athleticism, I, I believe. I like this move for them, man. He gets out of purgatory. He moves from the wall and goes to a team that, you know, not exactly uh, heaven, but a much better situation. Maybe that's what he needs to to jumpstart his career. What do you, what do you guys oh, that, think, man? Oh, that's heaven compared to where he was. <laughs> yeah, yeah, true, true, <laughs> true, true, <laughs> true. No, PJ Washington, Are you saying man. that Charlotte is hell, Andrew? Is that what you're telling us? <laughs> man, they, hell? man, they have some crazy situations going on in Charlotte. Yeah, yeah. And, and you know what? They got crazy situations. That, there's so many of crazy situations that some of them aren't even talked about. Like, that place is crazy, bro. Um, but, yeah, good for him. I mean, he's a – like, I, I feel like him, maybe Nas Reed are probably two of the most underrated players in the NBA. Like, like he gives them some front court depth, um, some offense in the front court. They got Gafford, too. Um, because they definitely need, like, Derek Lively needs help in the front court, right? He's playing center over there. You think, like, Grant Williams and Seth Curry in theory fit well around Luka, but it hasn't really worked out. So, you know, may maybe it was just time to move off those guys. So, yeah, I, I really like it. I mean, Jeremy Grant might have been even better, but, you know, that probably wasn't an option. Probably Jeremy wanted to stay there. There were some better options out there, but maybe they just weren't realistic. So, at the end of the day, I think it's a great move for the Mavs because they needed that front court depth. Solid move for the Mavs. Broke it down with our guy Bibbs, uh, you know, the Mav Mavs Outsiders podcast yesterday for the Game of the Week preview. He talked about P.J. Washington being a player that he thought would be a good fit on the Mavericks. And look, you get three-point shooting, right? So you're going to have to honor that. It opens up the floor for Kyrie and Luka. It's a good move for them, man. I was expecting more of like a Jeremy Grant role, but it's still... Still good. You move off of uh, Grant Williams, though. You know, they're offseason signing, so you lose a little bit of defense there, but that's the price of doing business at times. Yeah, and then yeah. in return, you got you got Seth Curry, you have Grant Williams and a first-round pick going to uh, going to the the Charlotte Hornets. Now, with, with the first-round pick, I mean, based on where Dallas is, is going, trying to get to, can you argue that was steep? Or do you say, like, hey, we got a guy plug and play. He's ready to go in P.J. Washington already established. Maybe he can hit another ceiling, and we don't have to wait yeah. for a guy to develop under Luka's timeline because Luka really don't – we don't have that much time because if we don't win within the next couple of years, who knows if he's still going to be here, especially when Cuban is going to ultimately move out of the, uh, out of the owner's box. Uh, you know, they, they give up the first-round pick, and then you got Grant Williams, who they just picked up in the offseason, last offseason. He goes back. He goes home, actually. He's from Charlotte. You got Seth Curry from Charlotte. So, I don't know. Was is, was, was this a, a Mitch Kupchak and Charlotte move trying to bring in some maybe some culture builders here, you know, and, and do yeah. it while they're doing a little reset? Yeah, they brought in some good guys. I don't, I don't know how much that helps them in the short term, but <laughs> <Right>. they, <laughs> they right. definitely brought in some good guys. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. man. Yeah, What man. do you think for Charlotte, though? I mean – yeah, Miles Bridges saying that he doesn't want to get moved, right? He'll, yeah, he'll, that was another every... thing that happened today. That's uh, interesting. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I would because you know there was that rumor between Phoenix Suns wanting uh, Miles Bridges, which I'm shocked that he wouldn't want to go team up on that team. Yeah, but I don't know where you. I mean, Maybe. right now you have Lamelo Ball, Brandon Miller, Miles Bridges. You know, if Grant Williams would play, he would be in that starting rotation. He got Nick Richards. That's their starting five right there. Moving forward, like there's a promise in Lamelo. there's promise in brandon miller yeah there is yep uh for the rest like 
Bridges is a good player. I don't know how much, like, if Charlotte was, like, I think, how much is Charlotte willing to move him? Because that's another good player that they have on their team. That's the bigger question. Because you could say you could build around those three guys, but yeah. I think Bridges is still up in the air whether or not he's going to be part of that team moving forward. Yeah, what do you guys think about just building around um, LaMelo, Brandon, and Bridges and just blowing everything else up, you know? That's not, that's not. Yeah, sure. I think, yeah, sure Grant's not old. Way. Grant's not Grant's not old, right? No. I mean, yeah. No. So, yeah. So hey, they you know look somebody to help them get some get tougher and play some defense. Yeah. Who knows? Yeah. yeah. That, that, Space that the floor. Be, yeah. Yep. It might be a good yeah. move, but they they needed to start shaking things up. So let's see what happens there. And if they do, do they intend on keeping uh, Miles Bridges and signing them to a new deal? Who knows? Maybe maybe they did some background research and you know tend to keep them or intend to keep them. Or maybe that team's desperate because they can't get anybody. <laughs> you free. can't get anybody else. <laughs> so to everybody in the chat, once again, hit that thumbs up button for you boys. So yeah, Miles Bridges did not get traded and did not get traded to the Phoenix Suns. Okay. Let's, um, who else, who else do we got here? I mean, they did trade Gordon. That could be a segue. What do you guys think? Yes, about that? yeah. So, let, let's get let's let's pull up the Gordon Hayward deal. Good, good one right there. It, it's gonna be it's gonna be good to see Gordon play meaningful games. Yep. And veteran, you know, a veteran leadership because that's a very young team. And we don't know honestly, we don't know how good Gordon Hayward is right now. Like, yeah, he's obviously not Utah Jazz Gordon, but you know, he might be better than everybody thinks. He might be worse than everybody thinks. True. But we don't know, and we got to find out. And also, I think it's a low risk move because you could just move off him after the season. So, yeah, yeah. I, I think it's a great move for OKC. Gordon Hayward uh, to OKC for Trey Mann and Davis Bertans. Al, what do you think about that one? I think to Andrew's point, it is a solid move. You get some veteran presence. I, you get a, a If he is the Gordon Hayward that we've seen in years past, you get a legitimate score coming off the bench who can bring up the rock, initiate the offense. I think that's very important for a young team, especially if you want to, you know, spell SGA some minutes. I think that's a good way. And then if you're looking on making a trade this offseason, say if it does work out with Gordon Hayward, you can move off Josh Giddy, figure out how you sure up that front court depth, move Chet down to the power forward position, go get a legitimate center. And that kind of works out for OKC in that manner with Gordon Hayward being that sixth man. And then on top of that, I mean, they still got Isaiah Joe who's out right now, but Isaiah Joe and Gordon Hayward is some offense off the bench. That's, that's pretty solid for OKC, man. And look, top team in the West. They're only sharing things up to make a, a playoff run. Yeah, they're gonna be fun. They're gonna be fun in, in the playoffs, man. They're, they're gonna be so fun. fun. Yeah, let, let, let's uh, let, they they they're gonna be fun, man. Um, <clears throat> he said he's hurt, which is which is Gordon Hayward for you, right? <laughs> Hasn't played it over yeah. a month, and that's he's why you should stay on the bench because yeah. he doesn't have to play that many minutes. <laughs> yeah, he's he's out with a calf injury, and then and and then you know for for OKC it's not Lowry it's not a big man but it's good depth it's a good veteran it's good playoff depth and when he is healthy will fit in perfectly in their offense so yeah, yeah. um i think this is still a good depth pickup for OKC yeah get, get you know you have so many young players and so much depth you got to start subtracting and start consolidating here You're getting rid of Bertans who you know had really had, after he got that large deal uh, really hasn't been the the same player, and then Trey Mann, who kind of fell out of the rotation there. That, that's a good move for for OKC. A good gamble for OKC as they try to uh, make a move here in 
the playoffs. So to everybody in the chat, once again, hit that thumbs up button for you boys. CP, Alex, and Andrew on the ones and twos. The NBA Report and KFTV simulcast here, man, for the NBA Trade Deadline Reaction Show. We are reacting to all the moves that have been made so far. Well, not so far because it's over. So all the moves that have been made today. And uh, for those of you on the check-in with Knicks Nation, amen. We are reacting to the return of Alec Burks, man. Alec Burks is headed back home to the Garden. And Boyan Bogdanovich, man. Knicks bringing in some shooting in exchange for Quentin Grimes, Malachi Flynn, Evan Fournier, Ryan Archie Diacono, and two second-round picks. Uh, and look, man, just, just to recap my thoughts, it's another good deal for Leon Rose. They've been patient. They've been prudent. It's another prudent trade deadline move where they didn't have to give up anything of significance, and they brought back some much-needed offensive reinforcements. Still have to get healthy, but at full strength, this team looks good, man. This team looks looks really good. You bring back Burks, who knows the system. You bring in a Bogdanovich, who has size, who can shoot, a legitimate 20 points per game scorer, and uh, 40% from three. So that that's an excellent move. Now, hated to lose Grimes, but I didn't think he was going to be here long term anyway. And it, it just is what it is, just based on the Knicks trajectory and where they're trying to go. Uh, th this was a move that was uh, that was pretty necessary. So... You subtract Grimes, you bring in two guys on the offense, and then with, with Bogdanovich, you swap out the Fournier $17 million team option for Bogdanovich's $19 million partially guaranteed deal, which will get guaranteed, and now you have a contract that you can use in a trade in, going into the, uh, the summer or the next season. My question for you, CP, is when are you getting that Burks jersey? <laughs> soon, soon, man, soon. Hopefully, my friends at MSG, the MSG shop, will be stocking up <laughs> on those Burks jerseys, man. Number 18, to be exact. So make sure we stock up on that, man. Make sure we got them ready for Saturday when the Knicks take on the Pacers, man. You know when are you getting Burks on the show? That's another question. Stay tuned. Stay tuned, man. Stay tuned. Matter of fact, are you got? Yeah, good, good, good. Uh, are you, are you guys upset they traded a Nova guy? This is the Nova Knicks, man. Who Archie Diacono? Yeah, man. He'll, he'll find a way back home, man. Okay. <laughs> Eventually. Okay. Look, man. When the, when the Knicks win he'll the championship this home. year, he still gets a ring. Yeah, that's. <laughs> it. Oh, that's right. That's he, right. He still gets a ring, yeah. man. So, right. you know, he'll, he'll go home, chill out, support the hey, guys. Maybe from he'll home. be on the roommates podcast with uh, Bunsen and uh, <laughs> hey, right, Josh Hart. Right. Right. Next up on the roommates podcast. <laughs> What's it like in Detroit, man? We're having a First blast. question. How is it like getting – well, he's getting waived apparently according to yeah. uh, the, the beat writers. Yeah. It looks like Ryan Archidiacono will be waived. So first question, Ryan, what was it like being a Nick and what was it like being traded yet again by the deadline? <laughs> right. Oh, man, that is going to be hilarious, man. That is going to be absolutely hilarious. So to everybody in the chat, once again, hit that thumbs up button for you. Boy, CP, Alex, and Andrew in the building – Okay, what other trades do we want to run down? We talked about Gordon Hayward. Let's go through Woj's list here. I mean, nothing too, too crazy. Uh, this next one was really the oh. uh, the blockbuster. Well, Pat Bev. Pat Bev is interesting. Pat Bev. Pat Milwaukee Bev out Bucks. of there. Yeah, Pat Bev. So he's going from Philly to Milwaukee. I'll be interesting to hear his take on his podcast about it. What will Pat Bev have to say? He reported the news, I think. <laughs> He broke it. <laughs> Did he really? No way. Hold on. Hold on. 
<laughs> Pat Bev broke the news. Hold on, man. Oh, Pat Bev 20. What do you have to say today? I think it said via Pat Bev pod. Oh, my God. The wildest day of basketball, he says. Okay, hold on. Let's see. Let's see. Oh, man. Well, he's, he's, he's playing Call of Duty. We're on Pat Bev's Twitter here. Hold on. Let's, let's do some research. What time is this? This was, uh, oh, this is February 4th. All right. Oh, so well, wild day of basketball, Pat Bev pod. Oh, Philly Love Gang. That's two hours ago. <laughs> he said, see ya. There it is. <laughs> oh, okay. Oh, okay. He goes, okay, okay, okay. Cold game <laughs> at Pat Bev pod. Philly Love Gang. Out of there. So, Pat Bev goes to Milwaukee to help them figure out their problems. And then you had, uh, what they say, Marcus Morris last week gets the key to the city in Philly. And next thing yep. you know, have fun in Indiana, boy. It's a cold game, man. It is an absolutely cold game. Ruthless. Ruthless, man. Absolutely ruthless. All right, so Pat Bev goes there. Uh, what else do we have here? What do you guys think about the Lakers not making any moves? Yikes. <laughs> I, don't know if, I don't know if LeBron is happy. Yeah. Who knows, man? Maybe, maybe he might take his talents to South Beach or somewhere. Oh, South Beach again? Maybe just wherever Bronny goes. For sure, wherever Bronny goes. Uh, if you're the Lakers and you're the fan base, you got to be upset because there was all that talk about trying to get DeJounte Murray. You had Zach Levine at the beginning of the season, but he opted for surgery, so he's done. You yeah. have DeMar DeRozan, Al Caruso in trade talks. They didn't make a move at all, and this team has looked lackluster. So, look, they still have D'Angelo Russell on the team. They have all the other guys, and it's got to be interesting being part of a LeBron James team where you're constantly placed in rumors knowing that LeBron is at the forefront of pushing to stay competitive and being these being playoff championship mode. So, yeah. how's the rest of the roster feel? You know, if you're D'Angelo Russell, if you're Rui Hachimura, you've been dangled in trade talks. And you know that part of it's because LeBron James uh, wants his team upgrade so that way he can compete. How do you feel going back into that locker room and how do you buy back in, especially when you got the controversy surrounding Darvin Ham right now and how he, yeah. he's on the hot seat? So, uh, it's if you're a Lakers fan, you can't be thrilled with how today went. Yeah, yeah, I mean they're just they're, yeah. they're just buying time, right? Like yeah. it feels like, oh yeah, um, the buyout market. Oh yeah, this off season we'll have more first. Yeah. Oh yeah, LeBron, don't worry about it. Yeah. And then when that comes, who knows? Maybe they're still not, like, yeah. It feels like I could see why LeBron would think like, oh, you're just stringing me along, huh? Yeah. I could I could see why he would think that. True, indeed, man. Um, let's see what else we got here. Salute to everybody in the chat once again. Hit that thumbs up button for you boys. Kelly Olynyk is oh, going back go. home. Huh? Kelly is going home. Uh, this one was announced earlier today. My guy Kelly Olynyk, a trade candidate, uh, goes to Toronto. He goes home with Oche Agbaji for Kyra Lewis. So Kyra Lewis goes to his third team, Otto Porter, and a 2024 first-round pick. Al, what do you think about this one, man? <clears throat> For the Raptors, it's good for them. I mean, they add some shooting in the in, in the front court next to Pirtle, who's not who can't shoot at all. And I think they're looking. How do you space the four for Scotty uh, and RJ as well? So it's a good move for Toronto. They're trying to assemble Team Canada. You know, they're they're looking to see. They're trying they to get, get the band together, man. They're trying to get the band back together. 
Maybe Wiggins, they'll try maybe? to get Dylan Brooks offseason. You know, maybe they have some crazy thought hey. that they could possibly get SGA. Who who knows? With Jamal but, Murray? Jamal Wiggins? Murray? Oh, Jamal Murray, yeah. too. Yeah, can you imagine? I think this is this is a nice play here by Team Canada, by RJ Sr. and Masai Ujiri. They go they want to go into Paris on a hot streak. You know what I mean? After they just uh after they they came they got the bronze in in, in at the world championships. Now they're going to go to Paris, full full squad, probably with Jamal Murray now, go on a hot streak and hope that building block gets them Jamal Murray or SGA further down the road. Masai's playing chess out here. He's playing the long game. How do you think Team Canada would do in the NBA? With Jamal Murray, they'd be nice. With SGA, Jamal, with Jamal, SGA, Jamal I mean, Jamal Murray? I mean Wiggins would be on that team, right? Yeah. Oh, would, is that would, another guy they try to go would, after? Would Matherin, you'd have Matherin off the bench. They'd be nice. Yeah. They would definitely be nice. Do you in know? Canada, man. They're, they're making some... Uh... Oh, Lou Dort. Lou Dort. Oh, yeah. Lou Dort. Lou Dort, yeah. Good, good role play. That'd be a good squad. Yeah. Their big man position well, would be they a got third, they got They got bronze, so they're a good team. Yeah. There's no question about it. They didn't even have Jamal Murray for that one. They had Jamal Murray. That team could have been in the finals. Masai trying to get the band back together, man. You know? Yeah. I mean, and for the Jazz, I mean, look, we talked about their uh, their stack front court back in the offseason when they were assembling all these guys. So not a uh, surprise that Kelly Olynyk would be on his way out. You go get some reinforcements. They got a first-round pick out the deal. And so good job by Danny Ainge as he replenishes uh, his war chest. And, you know, Utah does whatever Utah is trying to do. <laughs> that, that's the question. <laughs> <laughs> yes, what is Utah trying to do? Hey, hey, don't let their fans tell you because, they're, oh, my God, you guys are crazy with the Jazz. Yo, listen, man, we try to tell you for the beginning, man. <laughs> what are they doing? The team is not going anywhere. Burn. Yeah, yeah. That's all I know. It, it's going to be a so slow now they got burn. Jordan Clarkson, Colin Sexton, and yeah. Markinen on that team. Yeah. Boy, knows, oh, boy. Man. I mean, this 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 uh, trade deadline was filled with Woj pistols, man. With water pistols, man. No bombs. The next one was a bomb. That was a bomb, but uh, no bombs on uh, on, yeah, on most of these, man. It's crazy what we call bombs nowadays because it, it yeah. used to be like superstars or not necessarily superstars, but like big stars being yeah. traded, right? Like you think about when Mel got traded to the Knicks, that was a Woj bomb, right? You know, you think about. Uh, even off-season signings where you get Katie and Kyrie going to Brooklyn. Those yeah. are Woj bombs. Now the trade deadline's like, we are now seeing two respectable role players yeah. going to a good team that can compete. I mean, some of these aren't really even more speaking on. But Monte Morris got moved to the Timberwolves. That was a guy I had my eye on for the Knicks. He ends up getting moved. He he was in the final year of a $9 million deal. Um, Shake Milton and Troy Brown going to, uh, where are they going, Detroit? No, Shake is going on um, the T Wolves. Oh, oh, I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah I'm sorry. Yeah, wait. Monte Morris, Timberwolves acquire Monte Morris for Shake Milton and Troy Brown. Oh, so Shake got traded again? I guess so. It says Minnesota. Yeah, Minnesota is sending Shake Milton, Troy Brown, yeah, and a okay. second so, to Detroit. So Shake just got traded there. Now they're shipping him off. Oof! Imagine yeah. that. He goes from Philly, then he like you're going to do the Timberwolves. They're like, oh. Now you're going to Detroit. <laughs> oh, man. Guy, this guy, this guy's globe trotting. Brutal, man. It's guy's brutal. That's all, all over the it's place. It's brutal. You know, the money's great, but damn, the reality kicks in. Like, shoot. <laughs> I think I'm moving here. Ah. 
Man, tough. T- a tough one to get Can you imagine when you find out that you get moved to Detroit? Hey, guys. Yeah. Or it's like even Malcolm Brown going from Boston. Hey, man, you were part of this yeah. championship <clears throat> title contender. You are now headed, going out to a rebuilding team. You are headed they to didn't the tra- wall, They buddy. didn't trade him, right? Who? They didn't, tra- they didn't trade Brogdon. They didn't trade no, Brogdon. No, Brogdon did not get why, traded. Why wouldn't they trade Brogdon? Brogdon, like, give, Brogdon did cool, not cool. get traded, man. Did not Lord get Jeremy traded. Grant. So Brogdon, Brogdon is still around. So there that is. Uh, Xavier Tillman. I like this move. This was yesterday, actually. But Xavier yeah. Tillman getting traded from the Memphis Grizzlies to the Boston Celtics. I like that pickup. I thought that was a good pickup for the Seas, man. Uh, what would you guys think? I agree. I agree. Briggs defense. Good culture guy from all accounts. Yeah. And they, they needed more depth, right? Like, I mean, yeah, if Porzingis is out, they're not going to win no matter what. But, yeah. you know, if he's there and then Xavier could give you, you know, 10 minutes during the playoffs here and there, you know, bring some defense in. I think it's a great pickup. Bring some toughness too. you know, Marcus Smart not being there. They lost a little bit of toughness with that. So you add uh, Tillman in in that regard. Yeah, I like it, man. Solid yeah. move. Nothing too crazy. For sure. They have front court depth with Tillman. So that's it's good pickup. Yeah. Especially when you think about Al Horford, who's getting up there. Like, yeah. That's, yeah. I think it's a good pickup for the Celtics. I, I yeah. like that pickup. Celtics also getting Jaden Springer. I thought that was a sleeper pick too. He's, he's He was starting to uh, get real comfortable out there with Philly. Yeah, and, defensive uh, upside is good. Yeah, good job yeah. by them. Uh, Daniel House, they sent to the Pistons, not worth speaking on. Uh, we did talk about Gafford to the Mavericks as well for Rashawn Holmes and a future first. So th- so now, how many, well, what are they, what are the, what's Dallas working with as far as draft picks now? I mean, we got their pick this year. They traded a future first in this Gafford deal, and they traded a first for P.J. Washington. It's interesting. Cuban doesn't care, man. He's like, look, man, I'm on the way out. You you, you go for it if you think you can. Family Whatever. show them picks, man. Family show those picks. Uh, who else? Uh, Simone Fontecchio to the Pistons. Kevin Knox, our guy, goes to the Jazz. I'm trying to think what else. Dinwiddie to the Raptors. Uh, Schroeder and Thaddeus Young to the Nets. Raptors will wave Dinwiddie. What's Dinwiddie going to do? Lakers? Yeah. Lakers? Crypto? Could be Lakers. More in crypto? I think it could be Lakers. You got Doug McBuckets going back to the Pacers. It's good. Eh. It's a good move for them. And Marcus Morris ends up with the Spurs. Wow. Isn't that oh, funny? It took four years. It took four years. It, it took, took four, four years, years to get right. Remember that. Marcus Morris was originally. Oh, it was 2019. It took about five years. There you go. Before, four, he four got, years. before he got to the Knicks, he had reneged on a deal, Rich Paul. Reneged on a deal with the Spurs. And ended up with the Knicks. And so now he ends up back with the Spurs. Look at that. Spurs liked him, man. Spurs, <laughs> they liked him. <laughs> they liked him. So there like, it is. We need some toughness on this team. Wemby, yeah. you got to get you, ready. You know, the Spurs for the for the persistence, we got to give them yeah. their credit. You yeah. know, they, they finally landed him. Um, what else here? And then the last one here. Here's a move I liked. I like this one uh, by the Suns, actually. Uh, hmm. They get David Roddy and Royce O'Neal today. The yeah, Suns, the Suns get uh, David Roddy from the Grizzlies. Grizzlies seem like they're trying to get their cap space in order, and and started trading away some guys. But they got them. They got uh, Roddy. I'm looking for the deal here for Utah Watanabe. And Phoenix is also sending out three other minimum salaries: Keisha Bates, job, Keisha Bates, job, Gordon, Jordan Goodwin, and Chimetsi Metu. And then for Royce O'Neal. I don't find the O'Neal trade. 
Oh, it was a three-team deal. It was a three-team deal. So they got those guys back. What do you guys think about that deal? I like that deal for the Suns. I do. Royce Royce could help them in the playoffs. Definitely yep. fills a need there. Uh, it's weird to see you to go. Wasn't he a KD guy? Is that mean he was Katie's a KD on the guy. Move again? <laughs> Katie's on the move again? <laughs> Katie said, yeah, let's trade Utah. He's not working out here, man. <laughs> wow. Yeah, so Royce O'Neal and David Roddy. I like Roddy, man. He's a scrapper. Mm. Yeah. See. Well, for Watanabe, I mean, he wasn't really shooting well in Phoenix, man. He was shooting yeah. 44% last year from three. I know it was on low volume, but he was taking the same amount of shots and only shooting 32%. So they're saying, you know, if we're not going to get that short, efficient three-point shooting from you, yeah, what's the point? For sure, man. All right, man. So um, that was that with the deadline. Let's get to the phones. We'll wrap up with the here from the Knicks fans. Let's go to uh, Rambo. Rambo from Tampa. Go ahead and I'll mute your mic. Man, a trade is so nice. I had a call twice. Twice. Man. Let's go. Talk man. about it. Let's go. Love this trade, man. When I talk about bolster your floor, this is exactly what we need to do as a contender. I'm sorry to see the young guys leave, but yeah. at the end of the day, you have to realize they came in at a time where we were not doing well, We where we needed to find an identity. We yeah. have an identity right now. Yeah, We're looking legit right now, okay? So I say, we're going to back into the draft, but we're going to be looking for guys who could come in and and contribute to this team around Jalen and all that, man. I yep. love this right now, man. I just had to come back and say it again <laughs> while Alex was on the line because he was asking me about Burks the other day when CP took a day off. So, yeah, we got Burks, Alex. We did it. <laughs> Join us. Let's go. And then shout out to the Deuce, man, because it's Deuce's time, man. That's yeah. it. Y'all want, y'all want to cheer for a young dude? It's Deuce. There you go. Holla at you guys, man. I'll see you guys later on tonight, man. Let's go, man. Let's go. Oh, boy. I uh, hey Rambo on the check in. Let's Who go is to... playing tonight, CP? <laughs> man, that's a good question. That is absolutely a good question, man. For both teams, that is. Yeah, yeah, man. Let's the go. Westchester, to... The the Westchester Knicks are playing. Yeah, well, yeah. Well, I think Jacob Toppin's definitely going to play, and you'll yeah. probably get some Charlie Brown in there too. Um, let's go to just call me. Uh, just call me. Damn, nineteen eighty four on the Discord. Just call me Dan. Going once. Going twice. All right, so he's out. All right, let's uh, let's get back to the phones. So to everybody in the chat, once again, hit that thumbs up button for you boys. Let's get back to the phones here. Getting Nick fan reactions to the trade that they made today. 917, what's your name? Where are you calling in from? <clears throat> 917. DJ Shuttle Show. Yeah. DJ Shuttle Strong Island with Sergey BNC. Let's go, man. Yeah, first of all, uh, we got to give a super, super salute to the uh, management team, give them their flowers. Uh, yeah. They've been ridiculed a lot over the past couple of seasons. Uh, didn't get Donovan Mitchell, haven't got any superstars. And they arguably made the two best offseason moves with JB and Devo the past uh, two seasons. Uh, also, making a deal with Toronto when no one thought – that that deal could happen. Yeah, we gave up two young players, but we didn't have to give up any first-round picks. Essentially, RJ and Quickly were like first-round picks. OG's fitting like a glove on the team and is exactly what uh, the team needed. It took a lot of, I'm sure, a lot of balls to make that deal, but they did it. Um, also, these moves getting um, Bogdanovich and Burks, not super sexy, but, I mean, with OG out, with Randall out, 
It helps the team to be sustained during this time period, and when they come back, it's going to make this roster really deep. People think that Tibbs plays the, you know, the starters too much. I think these level of veteran quality players now will give them, you know, a, a real solid ten players that can actually play in the game that he can be confident with. And um, yeah, the team's not sexy, but I think right now, when healthy, we can go all the way, and any team can be beat with this next roster going forward. All right, man. Appreciate the call, man. Appreciate the call. Four oh seven. What's your name? Where are you calling in from? 407. Oh, no, fellas. This is Julio. Yeah, this is Julio, first class agency from Orlando. Yo, what's good, man? How you doing? Pretty good, pretty good. Listen, man, I just want to tell you something right now. I want to tell every next fan something. Mm-hmm. The word of the day, tunnel vision for Leon. This man don't care about the critics, the media, the fans, anyone. All he has done is laid low and continue to focus on building what he wanted to from the beginning. This OG trade that he made, I think, is bigger than we can imagine because we know that the Donovan Mitchell thing, you were talking about it earlier, this might be like an 85% thing that he could be here. But if for some reason that don't work out, I really do think that the OG trade opens the door for Embiid, building it as a stretch four, the same way that the Nuggets did when they brought Aaron Gordon in mm-hmm. to put him aside uh, Jokic and Jamal Murray. We got the point guard in Brunson, like Murray. We would have the scoring big in Embiid, like Jokic. You would have the stretch four in OG, like Aaron Gordon. And then if you look at KCP, you look at Dante. Yeah. And now with the Bogdanovich trade, you can either trade him or you can keep him and put him at the small forward position like they have over there with Michael Porter Jr. That's what I think. I feel like we have either the option to go for Embiid, mm-hmm. depending on what happens with Philly, or... 85% Donovan is there. You could still make the trade for Donovan, plug him in, and keep Mitch and uh, Randall. But if you trade for Embiid, you can trade away Mitch and Randall in that package. That's all I got to say. Great show, man. And okay. uh, keep it going. I'm very happy to be a Knicks fan here Likewise. in Orlando. Likewise, man. Appreciate it. I think the Embiid thing is sale, though. <clears throat> well, not, not with that meniscus, man. He's damaged. Uh, 631 Erico. What's your name? Where are you calling it from? Yo, what's good, CP? Yo. Hello. What's good, man? Who is this? Yo, Dan from Long Island, bro. Dan, Dan from LI. What's good, man? I couldn't hear too good, man. Let's, let's go. Oh, yeah. No, that was my fault. First of all, mm-hmm. I, haven't been, I haven't called in a while, but I, I got to say this. Mm-hmm. Don't get mad. But, yo, there's too many new jocks, man. Everybody check it in. Where was everybody five years ago when I was waiting all day for, for Morris to get traded for a first-round pick? Remember? We Hell, were, yeah. I, mean, I, just, just, I mean, listen, I know you want to grow the channel. Real talk. But, yo, man, too many new jocks, man. Real talk. But, but oh, oh, Because let's see who's at the Garden tonight. I'll be there tonight. Oh, you going let's in there tonight. I'm going to be there tonight. Nice. Oh, I'm going to watch the Westchester Knicks tonight, son. You know how it goes. But, <laughs> <laughs> all, all, all kidding aside, mm-hmm. um, you know this. This was a, a a a very good deal, I think. I mean, I'm not saying anything. I'm not breaking any ground with that. Mm-hmm. You know, um, and I and I do hope this opens the door for Deuce. But yo, I, I got to say this, and I know that this is going to be unpopular. They're going to kill me in the chat. You know, I, I got to be honest with you. You know, Grimes was, has been riffing for a guy who, you know, listen, yeah, he was a starter, but like last year, but. My man's riffing about his playing time, like, like, 
like he was like 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 as if Tibbs was making a mistake by not playing him. I was very surprised. And you know, if this is what the young man wants, if he wants to go play in Detroit rather than be a contributor off the bench for this type of team at this point in his career, listen, he might be a nice kid, but let, let him go. That you know. So like I said, you know, um, I, I wish him the best. But to be honest with you, we don't need anybody riffing right now. We're trying to we're trying to build yeah. something and and. Um, you know, so you know that's just my 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 view on that. But listen, Bogdanovich, I can't believe we got him. You know, I mean, I, I was mm-hmm. thinking Burks was a possibility, but yo, you know, he really pulled a rabbit out of the hat, Leon, by getting Bogdanovich. So, like I said, man, I'll keep my fingers crossed. Oh, last thing, mm-hmm. this thing with OG, man, real talk, like, like this cat gets hurt in the most bizarre ways, man. Yeah, like, yeah. Didn't he cut his finger like opening up like a salad bowl two years ago or something? Yeah. And yep. now, you know. Like so, that concerns me that, that he's always nicked up and and again, listen, at this point in the year, if he's if he's hurt, he's got to rest. That's that's a smart thing to do. But this whole thing that I only play if I'm 100, percent yo kid, when, when we get when we get to April and May, I, I don't care if he's 40, percent you know what I'm saying? He he needs to be out there. So I, I really hope that this is just a mid-season, you know, a maintenance thing and not like his mentality because. Um, He's he's a necessary. I mean, you saw it against the Lakers. Mm-hmm. He's a necessary component. You know, he is absolutely necessary. Anyway, listen, guys. Good to talk to you guys again. I wish you continued success and uh, and let's appreciate see what happens it. in the next two weeks. Um, hopefully, get healthy. Take Pre- care. Appreciate the call. Uh, six four six. What's your name? Where are you calling in from? Yo. Yo. Hello. Yeah. What's good, man? Yeah. Peace to y'all, peace to y'all. Yo, real quick to finish off with our um, last caller started off at matter of fact this is Vince Wade from Southside. I ain't introduced myself. Salute, salute. But um yo, Grimes Grimes ain't been the same since since that Barnes kid took his soul, man. If we being honest, you know, everybody sees his potential, but he, he gotta have confidence in that shot, man. He missing yeah. everything and now he riffing. You know, sad to see him go, but you know, that's needed. Um Yo, I, I was thinking about, like, LJ back in the day, man, when he made that three-pointer, that four-point play, and everybody want to celebrate the garden go crazy. He put his arms out and said, nah, hold on, hold on, relax. Let me make my free throw. You know what I'm saying? That's how I feel right now. I, I want to jump out the window, but we got to be smart. The front office is being smart. You know what I'm saying? I look out the window. I see all y'all Knicks fans landing on your face. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> so I go on Amazon. Get, get get the fire safe rollout, you know, the little family ladder joint. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I'm not jumping out the window. I'm going to climb out the window slow, man. Um, you know, we need shooting. Go get some shooters, man. We need some, some half-court facilitators. Let's go get some people that can handle the ball one-on-one. You know what I'm saying? Let's and um, go. be smart about it, man. I'm excited for this year. Let's do it, man. Knicks. Appreciate you, man. Appreciate it. No doubt, man. Peace, peace. All right. All right, uh, we'll wrap up with this one. Um, 646, what's your name? Where are you calling in from? What's up? This is Amar from Far Rock. What's up, CP? What's up, Knicks Fan TV? How you guys doing? Salute, man. How you feeling, man? Salute. What up, what up? I'm feeling good. First of all, I got to get this out the way. You know, when everybody was attacking you, CP, for underbidding, you know, during the weekly Knicks record, Yeah. no one gave you your flowers for being the first one to lead the Burks fast break high yeah. out the gate. You were claiming Burks months ago. Months ago. Months ago months you were claiming Burks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We so, don't worry about that, man. Yeah. Number two, the Boyan was such a sneaky good trade because when Randall went down in a Miami game, I was saying we need someone that's going to be able to 
give us that point production. Mm-hmm. He's not going to give us random production, but he's going to be able to, you know, bring us some reinforcements. So just want to say that I think we have the best front office, and I think in my lifetime, I mean, I don't know what to compare it to. Scott Layden, Steve Mills. Mm-hmm. What can we compare this front office to in the, in the, in the Knicks history? In our lifetime, I should say. None. They all sucked. <laughs> <laughs> right. Yeah. Right. I mean, we went to the finals in 99, but we leveraged the future, and then Steve Mills ran that into the ground. Yeah. But anyways, I want to say I love what you guys are doing. And to the other caller, I'm not a new jack. I've been subscribed since 2020. So let's go. Appreciate the call, rapid man. Fire, I'm out. Rapid fire. Rapid fire, man. Definitely appreciate that. All right, what else we got here? I got to wrap shortly because we got uh, Pacers game tonight. Shout out RGT85 and $10 Super Chat says, Knicks are sending the less favorable of the Pacers and Suns second rounder and the less favorable of the Pacers and Wizards 2029 second rounder in the Burks-Bach Donovan trade. Less favorable of the Pacers and Suns 2028 second and less favorable of the Pacers and Wizards 2029 second. So regardless of what they were, I mean, it's a good, good deal. Good deal, Al. So, there it is. Yeah, I mean, look, it's less favorable, so it means the worst. Yeah, <laughs> they get the worst yeah. second-round pick, so. There you go. If you want to add to the contingency on how good that is by Leon Rose, solid deal. There you go, man. All right, man. Great show, fellas. Definitely a great show. As we uh, recapped this NBA trade deadline, man. Um, Tonight, no play-by-play on Knicks Fan TV for, for Knicks Mavs. Uh, probably going to be a throwaway show, so. A throw a bum night, so we'll scrap that one and get back to play-by-play on Saturday between the Knicks and the Pacers. Uh, remember that these shows are all available in audio podcast format, man. No reason to miss it. Catch us on all major podcast platforms. Be sure to support our sponsors, man. Go to Underdog Fantasy, uh, underdogfantasy.com, or use our link in the description for an instant deposit match of up to $100. You can play the Underdog Fantasy Pick'em and uh, Daily Fantasy Games, man. Uh, CPD Franchise, we out of here. Great show, Alex. Great show, Andrew. Great show, all of our producers. Gamba, Tyler, great job. We out of here, man. Peace.